It's been so long that we've sat down to do an unpacking that I don't think you nor I know quite what to do. <laughs> uh, we have no clue which way this is going to go. I don't even remember the last one we did. Oh, God damn it. You're frozen. Are you frozen right now? Shut up that you're frozen for me within two seconds of recording. So, so are you. Okay, now you're back. Oh, you're back? Dude, I swear. Right? The technical difficulties. Here's the thing, guys. Let me stop moving my microphone so Kate doesn't come for me. <laughs> we used to use the recording platform that we're currently on. If anybody cares, we used to use the recording platform that we were currently on. We started having so many technical difficulties with it, like storage issues. It was just like nobody had time for any of it. So then yeah. we moved. Also, now that I'm remembering because I hear my computer starting to scream at me, it would always fucking overheat my computer, whereas the other I one doesn't. I forgot about that. I fucking forgot about that. Like but this now one the other really one has no storage, and now we're back here again. So like, the other one doesn't have storage. Tweedle D and twaddle frazzled. <laughs> we got to buy more storage. We just got to do it, Meadow. Fine. On which one, though? On the other one, because I like the other one more. Okay. It's given us less difficulty. Okay, after we record today, we'll do it. Yeah. All right. It's necessary. It's we're fine. saying this out loud to the public so that we actually do it. Here we go. Uh, welcome back to the pod. Hi. Do you want to tell them what we're doing today? I kind of gave them a little taste. You gave them a little hint, but today we're going to do a rambly classic TMV unpacking. We've been doing a lot of Q&As, which are so much fun because once again, it's one of the most direct ways that we engage with mm -hmm. the community and talk to you directly, which is so fun because otherwise it just feels like a phone call between best friends, which, hey, we're not mad at, but we love talking to y'all. Right. But we've been doing a lot of thematic unpackings. And kind of like more structured, almost like we create almost lesson plans, frankly. And so yeah. we haven't just shared, we haven't done like a classic team V in real time. What the fuck is up? It was time. So alas, here we are. And it's probably going to be a little weird because we haven't done it in a while, but usually y'all like that. So. Okay. I feel like you got to start because you have a little bit more clear of something that you're going through than I do. Yeah. Last week was like the worst. <laughs> <I'm> like, where <laughs> do I even begin? Where do you even begin? Last week, quite frankly, was one of the hardest weeks I've had in a really, really, really long time. And I'm not even being dramatic about it. No, no, you're not. It felt like I was so sunken into a mm. black hole. Yeah. And I couldn't see the light. Yeah. It felt so covered by tasks and like impossible obstacles mm -hmm. on top of it i said this to meadow i was like i didn't want to talk about it with anyone because yeah. i knew you what even people took three would days say. to talk to me about it like i knew what people would say mm -hmm. and like i knew the answers of what i needed yeah. to do to get out of it and i right. didn't want to i yep. wanted i had no willpower i had no desire to crawl out of the hole the hole felt, the spiral felt comfortable. Like I was spiraling and it felt- Wait, Quite frankly, you had to feel through it. Yeah. Like I wanted to be angry. I wanted to right. be mad. I wanted to like sound like a bitch. Like I, yeah. I really was just like, everything sucks and I want to sit yeah. in it. I didn't want to take the actionable steps that I knew I would inevitably have to take because it just, it quite frankly felt way too daunting. Well, and also sometimes it's like 
yeah, it's too daunting and and you don't even have the strength, motivation, hindsight. Like, how do you even get through the tasks in the way in which you know you're going to be able to without feeling through it first? Yeah. Sometimes you need that space. And I remember like I was on the phone with Zoe talking about it and I was like, everything just feels, I just need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do like running through all the things that like I needed to do. He kept telling me to like go outside and I yeah. kept getting so annoyed because I was like, yeah. I can't like. I have so Shit, many things that's all that I, I said to, to you do, too. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, I was just so fucking annoyed about it. I was like, bro, I like, yeah. I know, I know that going outside and fucking taking a deep breath and like doing a meditation is going to like, great, calm my anxiety, right. but like, it's not going to solve the fucking issue of what's at hand. And right. it really frustrated me when he kept saying it. And then he was like, but I don't understand how you think realistically that you can operate and get quite literally anything done at a good level and at the way that you want to complete state. it in this state. Exactly. And I was like, you are correct. And I still don't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) But that's why. So then like feel it out, Mm -hmm. then slowly go outside, then do the tasks. But that could take a while. It took a week. There's no time frame for (laughs) what that could be. Right. So me saying that it took a week doesn't mean that it should take you a week because I'm still in it. Right. It can take longer. It can take shorter. It's not, it's not a defined time period by any means. No, whatsoever. What eventually cracked your shell open? To then be like, fine, I'll start, I'll start looking outside. Funnily enough, the thing that was stressing me out the most is what actually ended up pulling me out of it, which was mm-hmm. the impossibility of the tasks because mm-hmm. I have a very organized, structured, visual brain. And sitting down and literally writing out, even into like buckets. Meta was introducing mm-hmm. me to Notion, which I'm still playing with. But she was like, try Did you download like, it? You didn't yeah, even tell me. Yeah, I downloaded me. it. But I haven't like really oh. used it quite yet. Well, now I have to set, I have multiple YouTube videos to send you and I want to send you screenshots of mine. Okay. Okay. It's like an organization. It's, what is it? Like Asana mm-hmm. for like, you know. Yeah, it's almost like a, per, it's like a notes app meets Asana for your own personal use. I got Lauren Elizabeth onto it and now she like screams it from the rooftops too. Like anyone that's like you or her that are hyper organized and also your brain, it's going to like go out of your brain if you don't put it down somewhere. It is mm-hmm. like. Oh, it's so, oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah, like scratch is a very specific itch. So I wrote down steps. Like I literally wrote in a notebook and I want to put it onto Notion. I wrote down like, here's the goal and Mm -hmm. like a little tree under it. Like what are the exact things I need to do? It really helped calm me down because I was able Mm -hmm. to see, because I think sometimes when I think way too big picture, I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get there? Absolutely. But then when you think in a more digestible, actionable way, which if you're like trapped in any sort of like, it just seems like there's a never ending black hole. I'm I'm specifically talking Mm -hmm. like about work related stuff right now. Mm -hmm. I was telling Meadow, I'm taking a masterclass. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Yeah. Current fixation. I'm taking Elaine Welch-Roth's masterclass, which I've been wanting to take for a while and it's really helpful and I could talk about it forever and ever. But one of the tools specifically that she said she learned from Tyra Banks, which... Ooh, cool. It's called mind mapping, which obviously Tyra Banks did not Mm. invent, but she just explained it to her. And essentially she like has... She basically like will organize things in buckets stemming out from like her why. So she's basically like in Mm. the middle is like your, your actionable or like your why. And then stemming out you put like all the other things that lead back, all the buckets that you want to lead back, all the ventures in circles Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. from there those expand out with like even more granular things that Mm -hmm. you want to accomplish and things you want to do Mm -hmm. and just seeing it out on a piece of paper 
is so helpful for your brain, at least for my brain, when I was in a really anxious moment of like, I don't know where to go mm-hmm. or what to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also, I have them on my wall. I wrote out all of the tools from the book. Amazing. He draws them. Yeah, yeah. So I drew them all out on big note cards. I'm looking at it right here. Cool. And then on the other side, I have like the steps and then they're steps, all yeah. on my wall so I cool. can see them. That was kind of what I was unpacking. And it just all stemmed from like feeling really lost. Oh, that was another really hard thing to grapple with. And then I promise I'll stop talking. Just losing all faith. Yeah. I have. That's feel not like, like you. It's not like me, especially recently. Like I feel like I'm really fucking tapped in. Yeah. To like whatever's up there and I've just like had that faith going strong for a while and this week it was gone like and anybody who told me to have faith I was like you're an idiot like be realistic I was in that type of mood yeah 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 yeah. so I just felt delusional I was like oh my god have I just you did that's the word you kept using to me you're like I'm I'm delusional right now I was like oh my god are people just been staring at me for the past three years being like this girl's an idiot like she's so delusional like literally in no way shape or form i mean maybe there are but i get people, when but our like, brain does that who to knows us. and that's not my right, problem right 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 anyways i did a similar thing recently that on notion which i feel like i sent to you because it was half inspired by you did i send you my the way i did a very similar exercise but in terms of breaking down my manifestations did yeah, I, but I didn't read it someone else i think you sent okay, me so your notion but i didn't read it to be honest you didn't read it so It was inspired by you because a long time ago, you said, you know, break things down into three month goals. Mm -hmm. And then I watched, I've been talking a lot to Brooke on the internet, Akarnam, which I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, Akarnam Life, Akarnam LA. She's my new soul sister. We're literally in love and obsessed with each other. And that's a whole thing to get into. But she posted something similarly about breaking down your manifestations into three months. I have a list of shorter term, meaning Mm -hmm. like 2023 manifestations in my journal but I wrote them out on Notion. Then I turned them into a goal. Some mm-hmm. of them could kind of be turned into a goal. Some of them couldn't. And then I turned them into any sort of habit or aligned action or steps that you take in order to meet that goal that were like big, like everything I could think of. And then I turned that into within the next three months, where do you begin in implementing and starting those steps and aligned habits? Mm, okay. So it was kind of like a four part Ooh, I love breakdown. <laughs> and I did it for like 10, 12 manifestations. Wow. And it was so, like you said, like it becomes so actionable, so realistic. You see the roadmap in front of you on a piece of paper. I found it so helpful. It's not even funny. I started telling my clients about it. Like I just, it was very inspired by you and Brooke. So yeah. thank you. I'm going to start doing that. I'm really going to do that. And it's been it's been making me so excited to do those things and to take those steps. Yeah. And also it's been giving me I've I've like tried to have a little bit more ease and kindness towards myself when it comes to me taking time, which is so funny because it's like we have a freaking mental health podcast and I'm sitting here telling people to invest in themselves and take care of themselves and how are you supposed to do anything if you can't blah blah blah. blah. And I'm over here being like I I don't have time to like learn yeah. new lessons. Like this needs to get done yeah. now, which is so yeah. unreasonable and irrational, particularly when I removed myself from a learning environment to mm. go freelance, which I don't mm-hmm. think is something that freelancers talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like if we are opting Absolutely. to remove ourselves from a learning environment, because at the end of the day, like okay, unless you're like in a really fucking toxic workplace, I'm sure there still is something that you took away from it that you learned. 
right. from somebody higher up than you, a skill that you were able to get, whatever it is, an idea, blah, blah, blah. Even just having coworkers and peers, if we're opting to remove ourselves from that situation, like we need to make sure that we are getting an education elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm Life really trying. Students. We talk yep. about it all the time. And I'm really trying to do that in terms of the courses that I'm taking. And there's mm-hmm. podcasts that I listen to and like internet mentors that mm-hmm. you can have. Even TBM workshops. Mm-hmm. But like I'm also trying to think of like classes. free resources for people too. Oh, absolutely. YouTube channels. Yeah, podcasts, like finding that people kind of that yeah. like you admire their yeah. career and, you know, really studying right. their career and taking a line of action in that way. But I've been trying to be more gentle with myself around doing that because I've been really doing that a lot the last like, I don't know, probably like five months. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it part of me like I have a resistance with it because I'm like, oh my God, I'm not doing anything. But then I'm like, no, 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 I'm setting myself up. Like you're setting the fun. You're like, being a sponge. You're a student. You're, you're a sponge. Yeah. You're absorbing. You're learning. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last Trying thing I'll say on. about this, I went into my journal the other night and I looked through my old goal lists and manifestation okay. lists. And I like went through and basically like checked off the things that happened and cool. saw the ways in which like they, came they were different. Like I remember I put something mm. about wanting to be more on camera mm-hmm. and wanting to have more TV film docuseries type of thing. And not only like are we on camera on here, which I always disregard because we're doing it ourselves. Right. But, but we have been able to accomplish that. But then also yeah. that like little docuseries that I yes. can't really talk about, but like that I participated in for a second. Like even though it had nothing to do with me, I was still participating in it and somebody saw the value Absolutely. in me. Absolutely. And the value add that I would have. And so then just like writing down facts of like you have accomplished this. Mm-hmm. And just because it's not immediately tied to monetary success mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you didn't accomplish it. doesn't mean that it's not getting you a step closer. I, I feel like there was a specific manifestation that is a little too personal to share, but I told you about where it happened within a week of me like speaking it out loud because mm-hmm. we all know my throat chakra is defined now if you listen to our human design thing. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, like I forgot you don't really manifest all the conditions that come with it. Like mm-hmm. they always come through <laughs> different than you expect. And it takes that reflection to look back and be like, no, this exact thing came true. It's just not in the way I saw it coming through. Like, cause you can't, you can't predict all the conditions that are attached to it. Yeah. That's very so, true. We forget that a lot. Or I forgot that. Good job, though, going back and showing yourself examples of how it happens. Yeah. Thanks for introducing me to Notion. You're very welcome. It's your wet dream. No, it, I literally like logged on and I was like, but the way I could come right now, like just, and I've been using it for years. Like, how have we not talked about it? I don't, I kind of use it sporadically, though. I go in and, you know, me, I go in and out of phases. Yeah. I'm like, maybe that's why. (laughs) I'm kidding. Yeah. Like, how dare you not tell me so everything my about your day? <laughs> no, literally so against what I stand for. <laughs> the other day, Meadow was telling me something and was like, wait, did I not tell you that already? And I was like, no. And she goes, oh my God, look at me actually keeping secrets. And I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that. I do not like that about you. Tell me. <laughs> I know. With you, never. But that's why I was like, in my head, I thought I had. You know what I mean? Becky and I always make a joke about that. Even I was texting my one of my best friends, Kieran, this morning. Mm-hmm. And it's, you. I feel like you always forget to tell your best friends the most obvious things. Like Becky would like change careers or change a house for like months and be like, wait, you don't know. Like I thought I mm-hmm. told you first, which is why like, yes, telepathically you told me. You never said it out loud, bitch. I didn't get it. <laughs> no, quite literally. Anyway. That's so true. My sister does that a lot. She's like, oh yeah, I moved. I'm like, yeah. what? 
I did have a question for you because when you were sharing in real time what you were going through with me in the past week, you, in terms of feeling delusional, part mm -hmm. of that was saying, I don't know what's my intuition and what are my intrusive thoughts or conditioning or ego kind of creeping back. Oh, like it's yeah, too, it hard to parcel the two of those out. How hard. did you begin to separate those? Yeah. So to give context, the biggest theme was that I couldn't hear myself think. And that yeah. was something that yeah. I worked so fucking hard for when I went to Hoffman and yes. I left with. Yeah. And that was what, like five years ago, four years ago? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know. Four years ago, probably. I kept telling Meadow, I was like, I cannot hear myself think. Guys, I would wake up sobbing because I was like, I can't hear myself. I can't hear myself. I can't hear myself. And I couldn't tell what was my intuition, which I trust so innately and so deeply because it's fucking always right. Always. But I trust my intuition so much and I could not yeah. tell what was my gut and my intuition and what was, for example, put it this way, like if somebody said something to me and it resonated, I couldn't tell if it was resonating because it felt true intuitively or because it felt true because it was very ingrained conditioning. So it felt comfortable right. and very comfort zone. Oh my gosh. Very, very good distinction. Yes. And I or couldn't example. fucking tell. Yeah. So how did I get out of it? I am still, I'm going to therapy on Wednesday. <laughs> oh my God. You found someone. Well, TBD. I'm meeting with a new Consult person. Call? Okay. I have a consult call. Consult call. Consult call. I have call. a consult <laughs> call <laughs> on Wednesday. So tomorrow with cool. somebody new that I'm excited about and fingers motherfucking crossed because your girl needs You have a list to... of questions? Sorry yeah. to interrupt. Well, okay. kind of. Not really, actually. And she just emailed me that this morning. She was like, oh, make sure you come with questions. Cool. I mean, Meadow was like, Gabby, you're going to have a stacked schedule <laughs> of what you want to talk about. Yes, I was like, no, seriously. Are. Yes, you are. No, I have to make questions specifically, but I do have a good agenda and I'm just really hoping it works out because listen, I am yelling more than the next girl about writing in your journal. But when I tell you that like, I cannot talk to myself in my journal any longer, yes. I need that in tandem. Like I feel yes. like I don't even, I don't even want to be like, oh, I feel crazy. Like, but mm -hmm. that it's literally how I feel. Like, I feel like my brain is broken. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to feel whatever way you feel. You can say that. Like when I'm writing in my journal spiraling, I literally feel like if this is discovered, <laughs> like yeah. when I'm gone, yeah. like it's just, yeah, I need to talk to somebody else about it because I, my brain is broken and I can't. And quite frankly, this was also stuff that like I didn't want to talk mm -hmm. to you about in the beginning, A, mm -hmm. because it was too heavy, B, because like I didn't feel like it, and mm -hmm. C, because also like quite frankly, it wasn't a moment where I was looking for like my best friend or like peers, even though like I look at Meadow as like a fucking spiritual guide for me, <laughs> like I needed somebody, I, mean, yeah. I needed somebody 20 years older than me to talk to me. Right. Absolutely. But Who, like, how fucking cool that in different times of your healing, you've done this before. You've been like, I've been through something. I need therapy. And then you've been like, oh, I helped work through that and solve that. I have a lot of tools. I can do some health self-healing for a little bit. This new thing comes up. My tools aren't fully working for me. I'm going to continue to do them in tandem with seeking out other resources. Like you're always mm -hmm. very quick to understand when you need support in a different way and immediately take action on that, which is a fucking Thanks. beautiful gift and says Thank a lot you. about you and your healing. Thanks. I don't, I don't think I give myself credit for that enough. You don't. Cause I'm like, so I'll remind you that <laughs> you do Thank do you. that. You've done it multiple times. Even since I've known you and beforehand. Thanks. You're welcome. How are you? You're moving through the motions. I'm good. Yeah. I feel like I'm not unpacking one big thing in the same way you mm -hmm. are. I feel like there's a few different things I'm unpacking. So it's kind of hard to pick and choose what to share. 
But in terms of speaking of tangible tools, because we're yelling about tools a lot recently, I did a journal exercise last night that I really loved and was really interesting that I haven't told you about. So I've been yelling on the internet just a little bit about this new book that I'm reading because we always have a new self-help book that we're obsessed with called Mirrors in the Earth, which Miss Michaela Mm -hmm. Cunningham, go listen to her episode, gifted to me. And it, the little tagline is reflections on self-healing from the living world. So it's the reason why I've been yelling about sustainability in the mental health intersection Mm -hmm. so much recently. It's really cool. Like there was a a big overarching example that I keep giving people is there was a, um, fuck, I'm going to sound like an idiot now, a comet, a meteor, whatever the fuck it was in the universe Mm -hmm. called Thea, which was the last thing to collide with our earth. And that's what they think became this, the core of our earth because it had such a huge impact that then tilted us to the exact angle to make earth sustainable for life. And that's how life, like it was the last thing to happen to start life, but it was a huge trauma for earth. It completely molted Mm -hmm. it. It turned it to the side. And in that huge trauma, it rebirthed itself in order to sustain life in a way that obviously we don't know that other planets can do yet. And she uses that as an example of how Trauma and the things you go through are literally the universe gift to give you your gifts and to like get you through to what you need to learn Mm. and to help you discover your superpowers. And then she gives a lot of different examples of how that's happened in her own life and how you could see that reflected in nature in a myriad of ways. And even small things like gardening taught her the difference between hard boundaries and soft boundaries. Because if you have like a little stream and you need a moat, you need that to not seep into everything and lose a river versus like plants that are next to each other that can kind of overmingle and interlap and it's not going to like die them out. You know what I mean? She just has a lot of parallels that are really beautiful and well said. But at the end of certain chapters or sections, she has little exercises, Mm -hmm. little journaling exercises. And there's been a couple that have been really cool that I've worked on. But last night, or the one I did last night, was making a timeline of your life. Oh, so I want to try to read it. Mark the timelines of your life. You basically get out a piece of paper, do a whole line from birth to now, and then fill the timeline with each era that you can think of that in some way feels special for you. And then you write major challenges or memories or emotions or circumstances, landmarks, dates, whatever that accompany Mm -hmm. those times. And then when you go back, you look at it and you notice what was challenging for you in the past, how nearly always it dissolves when it's time and what it brings coming afterwards. And you kind of, it was like such a beautiful way to notice your patterning, what your strengths are, what gifts you got from that, what you learned from that, how it moved you into the next. And I did it last night and fucking loved it and just realized that one, I've been through a shit ton of trauma. Like yeah, I, I, and I obviously we, we know this, but I, I haven't laid it out on paper in a timeline, yeah. quite frankly, before. And oh, I was like, right. Like I really only had zero to through seven was so, which we know that zero through five is the most fundamental part of your brain development and sets you up for so much stuff long-term and zero through seven. I quite frankly could not have had a more picturesque, privileged, perfect, loving, unconditional, stable childhood Mm -hmm. ever. And I'm so grateful for that because the next two, my twenties, early twenties was so fucking tumultuous, so heavy, so much death, so much mental illness, Mm -hmm. violence, like all of it. And so I was like, one, how beautiful that that was something cool for my childhood and how great that I know that I really want the first at minimum five years of my kid's life to be similar because I think that's given me so much of the strength to go through things. But two, like, 
my fucking God, my entire life, I've said it before on here, but my entire life has been marked by choosing the or. Like from the beginning of my trauma, like all I notice is I go to like a ton of stuff is happening. I hit a rock bottom and I think, and I very like quickly in hitting a rock bottom, know that something's not working for me. And I remove myself from the situation and I don't give a fuck about who I lose along the way, who has something to say about it, what the judgment is. If I know it's not working for me, I fucking take myself out of it. Mm -hmm. And it's always made my life better because I follow that intuition. I never fucking question it. And I don't care. Like it's, I save myself over and over and over again yeah. because I know there's no other option. And I've always been quick to do it. Like if something's not working for me, I don't judge myself and I fucking move on. Yeah, you really and do. And I watched, I really do. And I, when I watch that on a timeline, which I don't want to share my timeline, but I'm no. desperate to yeah. share it to you. So I might take a picture and send it to I would you love. afterwards. Yeah. But it was just, it was so powerful and, and empowering. Like I felt so empowered looking at it. Like I fucking have my back. And that's, I think, another reason why it's so fucking me wanting to say poignant. I, that word is ruining my entire Let's life. Let's just keep saying but it the way just, that we thought. <laughs> I know. It's just so, that's why it also really resonates with me that you do the same thing. Like you spiral the fuck out of whatever you're going through and you're like, what tools am I now implementing? Where do I need help? And you do it. Like you pivot. Yeah. Because I do that too. Mm-hmm. And I see that in you as well. So like you're, you're in real time doing that. It is so cool to see. I mean, I can only imagine doing it for myself, but for you, because I I see that, right? Like I, mm-hmm. knowing your story, I mean, just knowing you as a person in general, but then also being honored with like knowing your story and knowing who you are and all of the things that have created you to make you you, like that is a through line that I have, that I see so clearly is like met, no one has meadow the way that meadow has meadow but then also it's like it's it makes me so happy to then when i got to meet aaron for the first time and like see the relationship that you've built with him being like this woman has no time no Mm -hmm. time for scrubs no matter where they Mm -hmm. are in her life whether it's friendships family and this isn't me going into like the you know shitty stupid narrative on tiktok of like boundaries and cut everyone off and then like that's not what i'm saying yeah but you just have such a clear vision around what works for you and what doesn't and it's why you remain for as long as i know you so aligned and Mm self-assured with yourself Mm -hmm. obviously we all have doubts around things Mm -hmm. but you've remained so aligned because you you don't allow space for nonsense. And I, I truly attribute so much of that, of so much grief and loss early on. My brother killed himself when I was 14. And my dad, who was my absolute soulmate, soul protector, love of my life, mm-hmm. died when I was 17 at the same time as my grandma. You know what I mean? And there was a whole bunch of other trauma wrapped up in that entire time frame. But like that much deep-seated loss that early was such yeah. a clear mortality salience embodied in me to be like, there is no time. Life is so precious. This is such a unique physical manifestation of whatever the fuck is going on. Like I am such a spiritual being in a human body. Like no time for your shit. I Do you know what that no is? No time though? for your shit. Your willpower is remarkable. Like your willpower oh, to continue moving is remarkable because you thanks. don't let shit bog you down. Like obviously you go through what you need to go through and you feel those feelings, but like you prevail because you have a genuine understanding of how short life is. 
And can I just tell you, <laughs> that's that choosing the or piece. Tell me. Because you haven't finished the book yet and I'm two I know, chapters I know. almost well, I ha- done. I have to no, read but... this first and then I'm going to go to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're back to the tools. Yeah. Can I just tell you, so I finished the second to last chapter or the third to last chapter. It's the last tool. Okay. It's called Jeopardy. Okay. They call it Jeopardy. Essentially, it's the most important tool because, and I'll explain why this relates to exactly what you're saying, because it's the tool that gets you to use all the other tools. Mm. And it's, they're basically saying like the issue with so many self-help books and with so many self-help things is like, they don't tell you what to do when the inevitable happens of you will quit. Yes. Like you will stop. Yeah. Like who the fuck is going to sit here telling you that you are going to remain with like the strongest willpower every time and constantly choose the or yeah, and constantly use the tools. Like you have to work the tools. Right. And the whole concept is about like, we think that we have this like nirvana, this prize Mm. that we're going to get. And then once we get that, we're absolved. Mm -hmm. The tools, we're too good for the tools. Mm -hmm. And then we like relapse, right? In a way. Or we fail in such an impactful way that we are left so demoralized that we don't want to use the tools because we're in that black hole that I was in last week. Right, right. Totally. Or deeper. Totally. And the tool, this is where it brings up Meadows' greatness, the way that they get to use it is fear. Like, don't live a fear-based life. Right. But having a little bit of fear as a motivator, there's nothing wrong with it. And their thing is like, picture yourself whenever you're going through those moments where like you don't want to use a tool, you know, you're going through those moments in your life where you like don't want to take the step, you don't want to do the thing. Picture yourself on your deathbed. Exactly. That person who's had more time on this earth and has more lessons is yelling at you, stop wasting time. Mm-hmm. I literally, stop as you were talking, I was thinking like, I'm so morbid because as you're talking, I'm th- I was thinking you're literally like, the worst that can happen is you're going to die. And guess what? It's going to fucking happen. And you don't know when. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know when. And if there's the no like, time like the present. Do it anyway. You're all going to fucking die. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you want to sit, you want to be sitting on your deathbed being like, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have right. taken care of myself. No, 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 no. There is no time like the present. No, there's only and the present. You know, I feel strongly and about like, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there is, I know. And there is quite frankly, so many fucking things that are out of our control. Yeah. That can impact our future. Yes. But like, we can also impact our future. We do. We greatly. That's all we do. Mm-hmm. Every step we take impacts our future. Mm-hmm. So essentially, like the they're explaining in the book, like the stakes are so high. Like the stakes mm-hmm. are your future. Mm-hmm. The stakes are you sitting on that deathbed and not mm-hmm. being like, I didn't fucking try. Mm-hmm. And I do want so to like, say one use thing that about as a motivator. That, it's such a good motivator. And I want to say one thing about that because I shared that a lot with clients last week. So it's interesting you brought it mm-hmm. up. I will say there's no such thing as wrong choices. You mm-hmm. make a choice and you live mm-hmm. with it. And because we know we co-create with the universe, whatever choice you make, the universe is going to do a different dance to get you to where you need to be. Yeah. So it may, it may take you on a completely different route. And in your head, you can throw a bunch of judgments and labels on what that is. But when you make the choice and you have the accountability to make that choice, the universe is going to support you and, you know, offer mm-hmm. different things to get you into alignment. And it may look very different than what you expected, but I truly don't believe, I mean, there's, there's certain things of like harming others, harming people, you know what I mean? Totally. Like that's a different thing, but in general, like grappling with what to do or learning a lesson the hard way, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's wrong choices. I think you're meant to learn a lesson. If you're choosing to learn it this way, then that's, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. The universe is still going to meet you and, mm-hmm. and, and help dance around whatever you're going through. Exactly. 
And but it's both, it's equal parts. Like you have to make the choice with it. And you mm-hmm. have a choice in everything. Yeah, everything. of course you do. Of course you do. So every every tool they attach a higher power to, which is mm. what I love that they're like we love ingrained spirituality into it because they're like we yeah. are like hello that's what makes them bigger. difference because they're mm-hmm. fucking willing to attach spirituality and mental health. You know how I feel. Yeah, the higher force attached to the Jeopardy tool is willpower, and they specifically mm. say this is the one higher power that like needs to come from us. Everything else mm-hmm. is like a higher whether it's gratitude or it's like you know the force of self whatever like all the other things are like. Mm. There's something else. Mm-hmm. And the like parable or whatever that they share and they're like, regardless of what you believe in, they tell the story of like some rabbi. I can't remember mm-hmm. like whose rabbi it was. I don't know if it's like a story in the Bible or whatever the fuck. It's essentially saying like, okay, God wanted to create man in order to have a peer. Mm-hmm. But what he didn't realize was that in creating man he wasn't giving them the gift. Like he wasn't giving them the gift of being creators. Like he was the creator and that Mm -hmm. detached him from man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he created the earth and everything on it. And in order to give us the tools to then become our own creators. Beautiful. So that is what this Jeopardy tool is talking about. Be a creator because that is the best gift in life. The reason of why I brought this all up is just saying that I have never seen that depicted in somebody more clearly than you. Thank you. Like you are constantly moving and creating and you are constantly having that perspective that so many of us do not have. And you're constantly, you're just, you're creating, you're, you're creating that fucking future for yourself. And, and I love that you bring this up because I don't know if I've even told you this this specifically, but my past goal for a year and a half, we all know, maybe you don't, if you're new here, hi, welcome. Gabby and I (laughs) have bonded over since high school. One of our huge dreams is writing books. Mm -hmm. We've known pretty much our whole life since teens, like we want to be authors and write our own books. Anyway, so Gabby and I will like every once again be like, oh my God, I just wrote a chapter for the book. We want to go on a writing retreat this year. She's being very generous. I'm like, oh, Meadow, I wrote a chapter name in my notes. Meadow's like, I just wrote a chapter. So <laughs> I have you literally one chapter, you know what I mean? But I have a couple essays collected. Anyway, the very, very first time I met with Anna Maria, who is our psychic medium that speaks to your angels that we love and have talked about before as well. She said to me, your gift and what you need to do is meditate and get really clear on where your innate willpower and innate quickness and acceptance to choose the aura comes from. And that's the gift you're going to give the world. Mm. And I don't oh my know God, I where I get it. And every time I look at myself and I put a timeline on and I think about myself, I know that this is my gift. I know that what you mm-hmm. said is like, I know that people have said to me, they've seen it in me that they haven't seen before. And I, mm-hmm. I know that's my superpower. And I don't know where the fuck it comes from. Mm. I don't know. So I, I, that has been for the past year. Like I'm really trying to parcel out specifically where that comes from and how I can, how I can help other people feel that in themselves. Cause it obviously lives in everyone. It's not like something I have that others do not by any means. I just feel like I have a tap to it that is so much more free flowing than maybe other people allow. And I want to figure out exactly how, so I can give that to others. Is that the first book? And you know, what's going to happen? I'm going to write the entire book and the end of the book is going to be me figuring out what it is. And then that's book number two. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> wow. Oh, you've never shared that with me that. Yeah, I don't think uh, I have, succinctly. but that that's a goal. So please pay attention and tell me where I get that from. <laughs> Someone that knows me. Tell so me what intimately. To do. 
Wow, that's really <laughs> that's really knowing. cool. Isn't that cool? It is this is such a freaking a gift beautiful yours. conversation for us. We having did no idea not. where this was going. We did not know, you guys. Before we hit record, Ben and I were like, "Fuck, <laughs> like, what are we gonna do?" <laughs> well, this is our best work. We have. We are also procrastinators. We've bonded over that as well, though. Like we do. We do very good work in a final hour. We do uncanny, uncanny. How long have we been we talking? Do. I don't have my glasses on. Forty minutes. Wow. See, come on. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> time to go no actually we do need to turn out a couple more episodes huh yeah we're literally recording two more episodes right now we're gonna do a q a because mm-hmm. we love those and want to talk to you and we also asked patreon for like a juicy patreon only q a and gabby hasn't looked at the questions that i have but there's a lot about what fights have you guys gone into how do you navigate challenges knowing it'll affect your business and your friendship a lot of juicy stuff between the two of us i don't us. know what they're talking about because we're perfect be obviously but weird if they don't see if that. you want the tea on us go over there because yeah. we're gonna <laughs> share it and you and i have never shared it by the way because no, i guess we haven't really been asked about that it's so funny because we have like gotten into meadow and i oh and i'll say this again on patreon but i'll just give them like a little little taste yeah. our version of arguing because it's happened before live on the podcast and it's you and i just giving That's each true. other like a certain look yeah <laughs> like that's li- like you'll say something and i'm like and then I'll say something and you're like, I'm going to rip your head off. Like we both have that same look of like, shut up. <laughs> but we never acknowledge it because we just know. I've never even thought about that. That's so But isn't it funny. true? No, it's so true. It's so like, true. I can't it's remember so what guest episode it was. And I don't know if I, I think I was like interrupting you. I was just, I was annoying you that day. We've never talked about this. I oh was God, annoying I you that day. I don't remember who all. it was because I know that I said something and you essentially like in your very meta way of like, you were basically like, that's not at all what I was saying. And like, this is what I'm <laughs> And you like kept going. <laughs> I literally have no idea what it is. So I was like, the vibe's <laughs> off today. I can't remember what it was either. But yeah, Meadow and I so funny. fight with our eyes. <laughs> well, it. we also like, I think this is what I was going to say on Patreon too. Like we disagree constantly, but we don't fight oh. because I, there's no one I respect more. That's what to say. Like I respect Meadow's point of view completely. Yeah, exactly. And also we, th- I think our strengths is our differences. So it's like, we're not yeah. mad if we're arguing because we know the middle ground is probably where the truth is. Yeah. You know, but like in our personal friendship, we've literally never fought. No. Which might come up because even last night, my college roommate, best friend Rosie, staying with me right now. And we went and got some groceries because I told her I want to cook a lot of meals for her. She, so I was like, oh, let me buy the groceries because I'm buying a lot of stuff that like I'm still going to use and make for myself or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't split them with me. And then we got home and she was like, okay, how much do I give you? And I was like, honestly, like buy me coffee or buy me lunch when we go out. Like I'm using a lot of these. Like it's not, she was mm-hmm. like, no, so how much am I giving you? And I'm like, no, you're not. Like buy me two meals then, fine. And then she comes up, she's like, so I have $40 or $60. And I was like, Rosie, I don't need it. And she goes, so 40 is the lower amount. And I was like, fine, I'll take 40. And she goes, see, even in friendships, there's conflict. <laughs> it's just the conflict you want to have. It's like friendly conflict. <laughs> oh my God, I love up. that. That's We're so funny. Cracking up. Oh my God. Wait, I have to tell you one other thing because it made me laugh so hard. I was going to cry. She's, um, she got certified as a yoga instructor. So awesome. every single morning and night, she's been teaching us classes. Mm. her and I and obviously because it's like us and we're best friends like she'll be teaching class but I'll like I'm like asking a ton of questions and talking and we're like mm-hmm. you know what I mean talking through props or whatever and I don't know why but she said something and like I went off on a diatribe about like how my parents met or something random <laughs> and she just looks at me and she goes so that's a little bit about me 
my fucking no dude now anytime it's my new favorite joke i can't use it on other people like now when someone brings up something about themselves in a setting that's inappropriate i'm gonna go just a little bit about me do you know how many people in our lives Uh, meadow are coming to my brain that do that Dude, I mean, that's including I mean. me. Like, are you kidding? No, absolutely. Uh, uh, clearly both of us. But that's why, like, I'm so ready to use that joke now. No, like, I'm stealing it. Ju- and just a little bit about me. Like, oh, and my you better God, believe I'm going to use so it in a fucking passive aggressive ass way, too. No, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Oh, fucking hilarious. But there are friendship conflicts, wow. but they're fun conflicts. That's a great bit. I'm going to use that. Such a good bit. We love we're raised by fathers that like fucking invented bits. The one-liners. Can I I just tell you that I was on the phone with my father the other day? Oh, no. And he's, like, (laughs) telling me, like, some freaking whatever, like, novel about whatever. Frickin' frack. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, so how are you? When I shit you, I wish I was kidding. I got through. I'm good. I'm just sitting here, like, da-da-da-da. One sentence. Uh-huh. So yeah, so I mean, it was so great having your brother in Miami this weekend. Like yeah. my niece, like my granddaughter just loves me. Like she was just around. She was showing me like all these like new things, and like you know, your brother was just like uh, like loves me and thinks I'm so funny. And we were just having the best. And I'm like, he's like, so why don't you think I'm this funny? And why don't you love me? And why aren't you praising no, no, but me? Just on the like phone gave right me, gave, he literally gave me a time constraint of six seconds right, to tell him right, how right. I was doing, so he could go back to talking about himself. No, no, no. It was just it was just a, a platitude. It was just a nicety. He didn't want to know. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I could, like didn't even let me like I like didn't even wait you for like a small pause. It, I mean, I can't. Yeah. He didn't even wait for a small pause. Like he just he just began yep. speaking over me. The way my mother does the exact same thing. Or like Our, I say something and she responds with something and I, I she'll go off for 20 minutes and then I'll just look at her and go, "So what does that have to do with anything of what I just brought up?" Can I just tell you that like <laughs> whether it's like my wedding or like oh, no. whatever it is, your oh mother God. and my father are being placed in a corner together for the entire fucking evening. Do you know how happy they'll be? No, so they can just talk to each other all Time night. Time of their life. They're going to they're gonna make each other laugh so hard. So hard. Oh, my God. You know what I just realized? Hmm. How did I... Like, your parents have to come to my wedding. Oh. I didn't think about that. I totally want them to come. No, they you don't. Kidding? why not i love your mom i love your dad too but i have a more intimate relationship with your mom but it'd be so fun because we're not having a real wedding we're just throwing a party right that would be fun i mean it's a lot for them to travel so by no means do they have to you're you know but no i just feel like you don't have to feel inclined to invite them no but i love them Mm -hmm. and i also want your mom to meet aaron so she also loves him as much as she thinks she does in her head and how good of a hugger he is so that then we can also come stay with her anytime we want for a second it was really cute i was like do you mean that he's chubby I was like, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> My mom is... It was, no, it was sweet, though. Sure. <laughs> no, I think she sure. did mean it in a sweet way. Because she always gives yeah. compliments like that where she's like... She was like, oh, they have the kindest eyes. Or like, they just seem really sweet. Or like, they like like they give good hugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, those are the but types of compliments give she hugs. gives about people, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Not to toot my own horn, because I do feel like I'm tooting my own horn a lot this episode. But to give myself my flowers twice last week by two different people that don't even know me in real life but like sent me a couple voice notes and I responded back and we're like you know just internet friendships have told me that they like they're like oh my god I love your energy and I'm like fuck I forgot how good a compliment feels when it's not attached to what you do Mm -hmm. who you are what you look like 
Like it just, it hits so much. My favorite compliments I've ever gotten besides that was mm -hmm. one, wow, she's so passionate. Like one mm. of Aaron's friends met me for the first time and like looked at him and said that because I was talking about food. And I was like, that was so nice. And then the other one was in high school. I was going to a red box. That shows you how long ago it was. And someone said, hey, I like your cuffs. Like the way I cuffed my jeans. And I was like, that is so What's funny is you've told me I've that. ever heard in my, that because like, how, what? Yeah. Like that's not like, so it's my favorite comment I've ever gotten because it, it does not make any sense. <laughs> no, but do you, like the energy thing too, that's a good compliment because it's so unique to you. Like obviously if someone's telling yeah. you like you're pretty or you're beautiful, whatever, like they, they're talking about right. you specifically, but like. No, it felt, you know it was who, really, yeah. really sweet. Yeah. Because when I've gotten, cool. no, I was just saying, you know who gave me that compliment that like actually made me feel like so you're good. Die? Who? I mean, my boyfriend. Because because the way that he said oh. it, but I'll tell you why. Because he said it recently, and we've been dating for almost a fucking year. He's, I mean, look, he said it to me before, but the way in which he right, said right. it was like that thing of like when you walk into a room and everybody gravitates towards you. Yeah. And like being, that's one of the, like the Magnetic. main reason that he's like, whatever, like, oh, no, with me, blah, blah, like that. Yeah. But it, it was that. And I was like, wow, that's a really good compliment. I love that. And it is true. But you My too. mom always says that about JFK. JFK was supposed to be like that. And then I always say Jay-Z because Jay-Z was like that when I met him. You have that. You do have that. You have the gravitas. Gravitas? Thank you. Do you pronounce the S? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Let's go. All right. Great. Love you. Bye. Love your energy. Ciao. <laughs> we love your energy. <laughs> do I to hit end session? For yeah. I, I, I don't remember. How no. Do I click stop? Yeah. I click stop. Okay. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> how's it going y'all it's aaron don't let your monday suck don't have those sunday scaries i'm tired of everybody waking up in the week saying ah shit it's monday you know what goes down tmv releases every week on mondays make sure you rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and if you're watching youtube yes tmv has a youtube be sure to subscribe and ring that noti bell and never miss a thing. And also, join the TMV Familia by joining the Thoughts May Vary Patreon and by following at Thoughts May Vary Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you for listening. Great. There you go. Thanks, baby. Gotcha.